from sunny Palm Springs, California. You're listening to Chomp. This episode of Chomp is sponsored by Palm Springs Desert Resorts Restaurant Week, held May 29th to June 7th. For 10 days, 90 participating restaurants feature three-course, prefixed dinner menus at $26 or $38 per person. For more info, visit www.palmspringsrestaurantweek.com or visit their Facebook page at facebook.com slash palmspringsrestaurantweek. Our guest today has a last name, but you'd probably never know it by walking around with him. In Palm Springs, he's known as Tony from Trio, but in real life, he's Tony Marchese. When he's out in public, though, that name is almost always dropped. The reason? He owns Trio, one of the most popular restaurants in the city. He also owns the Purple Room and helps run both Restaurant Week and the Food and Wine Festival in Palm Desert. Basically, if there's someone to talk with about the food scene in Palm Springs, it's Tony. Owning a restaurant here is hard. It's really hard. There are tons of options. It's still a fairly seasonal town, and a lot of the wealthy residents here have high cuisine standards. Trio's been popular since the day it opened. It's always packed, and there's always a line. Tony is doing something right. So today, we're talking to him about Trio, which opened in 2009 and helped turn the uptown design district into the trendy, invigorating area that it is today. I'm also asking Tony about Palm Springs in general. This city, especially that design district, looks drastically different than it did even five years ago. And, according to Tony, downtown Palm Springs in 2020 is going to go through the same type of transformation. Will Palm Springs keep changing? What's Trio's secret? Does Tony ever sleep? I'm Everett Cook, and you're listening to Chomp. Tony, how are you? Thanks for being on. Oh, I'm great, Everett. Thanks for having me. So let's talk Trio, which is kind of your mainstay, right, at this point? We opened Trio in 2009 when the market was not a great time to open. And I've always liked the building. There was other restaurants in it through the years that I lived here. Uh, I met my partner, Mark, who was a chef. And so we decided to open up a restaurant. And we wanted this spot because I'm from Chicago. I like a little urban feeling. I want to feel like a little city. And that location seemed to be the best. It's I've always been better off in neighbors that were kind of fringed. And at the time, five and a half years ago, there was not that many stores down here. There was only Copley's was one of the first restaurants with Thai Smile, then Cheeky's, and then us. Somehow, Trio kind of got branded with Uptown because I started using the Uptown Design District in our marketing. And thankfully so, it was a big boom success right off the first year. And, uh, well, it's where Palm Springs eats. Yeah. Has that been your tagline since the beginning? Since day one, yeah. That slogan is on, you know, you go into Trio and it's on the matchboxes, it's on, it's on everything, right? And was that, it had to have been an effort to say, like, look, we're going to make this, we're going to make this what we want Palm Springs to be. It was all about, we want to be local driven, we want a place where the tourists can go, a place where you can feel at home, have fun, enjoy yourself, have an uh, affordable meal, and just a place with great energy. There was once an older woman came into the restaurant when we first opened, and she comes up to the desk, she says, are you the owner? I said, I am. She goes... I love Trio. I go, why do you love Trio? She says, because it makes me feel young. 
I wanted to put her on a commercial. In those days, we couldn't afford it. Now I can't remember who she was. But it was an amazing feeling because when you do walk in the trio, it is really a, a magical place. Trio is now in, this, in the Uptown Design District, and you've got obviously these kind of design boutiques, but you also have got places like Dish and Workshop and these kind of, I don't want to say L.A. restaurants, but sort of a younger, hipper type of restaurant. And is this... I mean, this has to be good for you, right? I mean, it's competition, but it's also kind of lifting this whole area. It's awesome for us. And, you know, I don't really look at any other restaurant like a competition because in, in the Uptown neighborhood, we do all work together. We borrow stuff. Some of our staffs work at different okay. times with each other. And right now, for me, Uptown District is the place to eat, to dine, and to shop. In the Uptown Design Districts, they're owner-based restaurants, a little younger base, cool. You know, yeah. workshop's really cool. Dishes brand new. She's doing an amazing job down there. Copley's has been here for 10 years. They do an amazing job. Cheekies and beer. But so it's a great two, three blocks. And it's yeah. getting better. So when I moved, I moved to Palm Springs in late January. And um, the only thing that I really knew about the area uh, was the reputation that this is an older retirement community, which is true. The part that I didn't really pick up on until I moved here was that there's this huge sort of swelling of a younger city. The area that swung my opinion was the design district because I walked down there and I said, this is an area that feels like a lot of the areas I've been in in bigger cities, you know, whether that's Los Angeles, there are places in Chicago that have this sort of feel, New York, and that's really exciting, right? I mean, that for you, for anybody. I think it's, I think that's very true, and it, but if you see the people that are coming to Palm Springs on the weekends, they're young. I mean, if you're a fly on the wall at Trio, starting at 4.30 or 5, you'll see older retired folks, you'll see gay straight middle and by after 8 30 it's young los angeles san diego arizona young cute girls cute boys it's amazing so this town is je definitely generating and changing over the last 10 years summers are like normal business now when i first moved here 10 years ago and i would travel here in the summer there'd be nobody here all these restaurants would be closed a handful of them downtown uh -huh. but nothing that would be really worth going to promise <laughs> you but over the years the summers are getting busier there's also sort of a feel difference, right? It, maybe it feels different than it did 10 years. Yeah. It, uh, oh, you know, it totally feels it because of the different type of businesses are here. It's hard, it's hard to describe, but it's it's almost like a full-time city. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, not, it's no longer this retired, they're only here for the snowbirds. There are that, there's a big percentage of that, but I think now with people like yourself moving here, younger people, anyone that comes here for a new job is under the age of 40, yeah. which is really amazing. And I ask them, even people that come interview at Trio, why'd you move here? Well, I wanted to get out of L.A. or I'm moving from the Midwest because of the tire of the weather. You know, so Palm Springs, well, it was just voted eight best place to travel. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It would never got that five to ten years ago. And you mentioned, so you mentioned that you opened, you opened Trio 2009. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the year, the year after the recession. There weren't a lot of places opening. So what, what was it about Palm Springs that you, I mean, you had to take a risk, right? You kind of had yeah. to... It was no guarantee it was going to work. No. Um, you know, there's a, there's a theory about opening up a business in a bad economy. Rents are cheaper. Yeah. You can make better deals. And we kind of did that. And our, the landlord was very good to us. He started us at a lower rent. And as we grew, it grew. There's not a lot of those landlords left anymore because, <laughs> you know, you look at different things. You know, we're probably at a little market rate, a little bit less. But I think that when you come into a market at that time of year, if you're a smart landlord, you help the person that's there so they're there long term. And that's what helped us is we didn't go in with the overextended rent. You know, our, our price point was good. We hit the local business. We were very, very charitable, which we do a lot of that. And that helps our business. 
But you also had to sort of, you were betting on Palm Springs, right? Oh, yeah, definitely was betting on Palm Springs. It's really hard to open a successful business that nobody comes to for four months in the summer, right? Yes, that's true. So what was it about this area that you said, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to work? Well, because we built it with the locals. And there's, there's a lot of people here all year. So yeah. we went right after the local market. Okay. The tourists will come, you know, but we wanted to build with a local market. We did a grand opening. We had 400 people there, which was crazy. I almost killed the kitchen. But they did a great <laughs> job. We, we teamed up with a, a, a charitable event to do it together. So that created a bond with the community immediately. Okay. So it's where Palm Springs eats. Oh, Tony and Mark always do this. Trio does that. Trio's everywhere. So it's, it was that constant building that people would come to because they wanted to, you know, and, uh, and it worked. We're still here. I've never seen Trio without a without a crowd. Like I've never been in there when it's empty. Even even with that, you're still out pushing it, and you're out doing these other events. So that's got to be an important part of what makes this work, right? Well, I think you know I tell my staff this too. We're only as good as our next meal. You know, we're, we've been around for a while. We do have a great base, but that doesn't mean something could happen one day that if you don't pay attention. So you could always build. You always could make it better. Um, and I think it's important that if you own a business that you put yourself out there so people always see you, you're part of the community, they talk about you, good or bad, and it, it, it all works together. And I believe in business, and I think it, we all work together, we all strive together. And I, 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 think that's the best, I think that's the best way that would describe how we run our business because, you know, we'd rather have neighbors of the restaurants than not have neighbors. So because right. the synergy in Uptown on the weekends with all the limos and the cabs and the new buzz going around dropping off people it's a fun little thing you know and if they can't get in one place here they come here we send them to cross the street so it's a good a good combo down here I want to talk about the Purple Room too because that was another risk. It's one of two remaining Rat Pack locations, I think, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. You seem to embrace that lounge feel, though. You know, it's got a, a stage and singers. Um, so, you know, what did you think was was going to work there? Well, I like things that have a conversation, so there's a lot to talk about at that room. Good and the bad about that is the history, because people walk in and they don't want to they. They want to go back to that day where we created the Purple Room for modern day today. So uh, when we took it over, the walls were all purple. It was really dark. You know, now it's purple is an accent. Okay. You know, uh, generally restaurants that do entertainment, not always is the food good. We have an awesome chef now, so we have a good combination of both food and entertainment. So the goal is to be the Purple Room. Trio's like for everybody, the Purple Room should be for everybody too in different avenues. So we could start the night off with one kind of show and then after 8.30, 9 o'clock, it's a band. So it, we hit every age demographic. Okay. Yeah, it's, the Purple Room is interesting for me because it's kind of like, uh, it sort of ties into Palm Springs in general. What we were talking about is, is that you, you drive down the streets here and you can drive you know, for six minutes and you'll go from uptown 
kind of past the hotels and then it's like 1970s architecture. <laughs> and the Purple Room is the same sort of idea, right? It's it like was a, built in 1960. Okay. The Purple Room was built in 1960 as a resort and it's where Frank Sinatra hung out. He got engaged there. He got the, engaged there? Yeah, to his that. second wife. And my friends in town that ate at Melvin's and they were talking to the server and the server said, he said, how long you worked here? And he said, 40 years <laughs> since they've opened. Where'd you work before that? At the Proper Room. So it was funny because in those days, that was like the Melvins. That was the fancy spot to go. Yeah. Uh, and all the people from all the celebrities from LA would stop in there. And so, you know, the Proper Room is so different than Trio. So night and day, the marketing's different. The clientele's totally different. Mm-hmm. Palm Springs, North End and South End are two different customers. It's, it's a very strange thing that we've learned over the last year and a half. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't really think that because it's not like... Like, like physically, they're not that far away. I mean, it's what, like four miles, maybe five? Maybe, yeah, five minutes. But it's really, it's that much different? <laughs> oh, yeah. There are people that tell you they don't go past the curve to come downtown. So our guests are all south, Cathedral City, Rancho Mirage. So we are getting some of the down valley yeah. there because it's a straight shot for them. Um, yeah, but it's a totally different animal. Okay. <laughs> and we talked about this a little bit, but uh, you said you don't, you don't see places as competition. But at the same time you still got to make money. Uh, you still have to make sure people are coming. Uh, and one of the ways it seems like you do that is there's always, I think, new specials every week, right? I mean, it's, and you, you change the menu during season a lot, and you, you mix it up. We, we started that about, uh, I think this season, we did, we, we're doing a Prime Rib Tuesdays, and that's been doing great. And then we do a weekly special. So we do a fish, a meat, an appetizer, and a drink special. Because, you know, you have to stay fresh. We change the regular menu four times a year. So seasonally, so that we can... Four could, times a year. Yeah. That's a lot. So okay. we, we, cha- we, we may not change the whole items, but we'll take the scallops and do different preparation, the pork shop and do preparation, because we have such a local base. We don't want them to get bored. Although most people come in for the pot roast and the sole, because they're the number one sellers, but we still want variety for people to come in and do it. And I think it's important in any restaurant. Yeah, and, I'm, and I've noticed that uh, I've noticed that here, too. It's an area where people are constantly trying to, to find the next the next good thing, which is, I mean, which is awesome for people who live here. Well, and because it's, uh, you know, half the year is a tourist season, you're getting some pretty fancy tourists. So you want, they, they're yeah. foodies, they know their cocktails now, everyone wants a, wants a crafted cocktail. So you have to keep up with the Joneses just to, just to keep up with them, you know? So we're right in the midst of changing our cocktail list and we're going to do more bar, bar menu items. And and things like that. So it's it's always a constant. You know, the first year the prep room to this year the prep room whole different menu, different chef, different menu. Next season, we'll keep what's good and we'll put something else in. You know, so it's we want people to come back and always expect something. The reputation of the uptown area is kind of new and edgy, and so if you're not doing that, then you're kind of just becoming another restaurant. That's right. Okay. No, absolutely right. That's true. Okay. I mean, you know. Everybody's a competitor of sorts, but the great thing about the Uptown, we're all different. We all have yep. different, where there's not, this, there's not a similar price point, there's not a similar menu, it's, everyone has their own little flair, which is really great for the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And I love the, uh, I love the design of the buildings up there too. I mean, they're very, um, I mean, you go other places and it's very 70s and that's cool, yeah. um, but it's, it's also, it's super interesting to have that next to the design where it's like they've well, just redone everything. Well, Trio was built as a bank originally in 1958. The whole center was a bank at one point. Cool. Yeah, our dry storage still has the uh, frame of the original vault. So that was, so the dry storage was the vault? Yeah. Uh, bank and restaurant. Oh, it was a number of different. This was like five different restaurants over the last okay. whatever years. Yeah. Okay. 
there was a fish store there once, like a pet store. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know when they divided it up, but uh, for at least 20 years, there was like three different restaurants. Okay. And they, none of them made it. It's up trio. There's a lot going on with all the new hotels coming, the yeah. new downtown, the new Kimpton's gonna make this amazing city. The new casino yeah. and hotel at some point will be. So in the next two to five years, Palm Springs is gonna look different. What's not gonna look different is the uptown. We're always gonna be that cool design district because there's, we're gonna have one little hotel here across the street from Trio that they're building. It's 36 stories, just another floor above Trio. So, but I believe that- 36, will, 36 rooms? 36 rooms, sorry. Yeah, 36 rooms, not stories. stories. <laughs> no, no, one story above Trio, that's it. So there's limits. Um, we'll have another hotel down the road, another few years called Arrive, and there'll be more restaurants down there. So the uptown will always stay what it is. Downtown will be vibrant and new and cool, but the good thing about uptown is it will always be here. So you're still betting on Palm Springs? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's, gonna, it's only gonna get better. So how did you, so you said you were from Chicago. I am. So Chicago is not close to here. It is not. <laughs> Um, and the little crazy story is in my younger life, I would come to the white party <laughs> every year. And I sold real estate in Chicago at the time. I had two, uh, one restaurant and two bars. But at the time, um, I was in the, that business. Then I got out of it. And then I selling real estate. One of my clients says, oh, I bought this condo really cheap in Palm Springs. I'm like, I love Palm Springs. Not that I remember much because I was partying for five days. <laughs> but I came down. And I said, oh, I can afford 50000 I think it was at the time. And, and they found one. So I started coming down here every year, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then finally, I did a hike in the mountain. I said, I need to change. I'll go to sell real estate in Palm Springs. And I did, the market crashed, I lost all my money, and Trio had to work because that was my back to, back to civilization. So Palm Springs has been a bitter but awesome experience. You know, there was a purpose why I came here. So you really, really bet on Trio. Oh yeah, it had to work. <laughs> and it was gonna work. <laughs> I'm curious about your life as a restaurant owner just in general and what what goes on that people maybe don't know and what are the challenges that people maybe don't don't think about? Your, your life is not your own. You know, you can't, there's not opportunity. We're very much in the public eye in such a small town, yeah. especially when it comes to Trio. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of interesting. You know, I mean, I kind of had that similar when I was younger in, the, in Chicago owning these two bars, but, um, but here is kind of a nice thing. People, oh, you're Tony from Trio. Oh, you're Tony, you know. So, Tony, um, from Tony from Trio, I know. <laughs> um, challenges, I guess, would be just, just, I know, <laughs> just uh, maybe staffing at some points. Okay. You know, I mean, we're pretty fortunate we have a lot of long-term people, but that could be a challenge. And you, but you're right. I mean, you do have a, you have a reputation, and not, and it's not just your reputation; it's Trio's it's reputation trios. because it is. It's <clears throat> Tony from Trio. It's Tony from Trio, and it's where right? Palm Springs eats. And one of our guys, Dominic, he said. Um, he was at the spa before they uh, working out, and some guy comes up to him, Dominic, you, you did such a great job for us last night. Here's 20 bucks at the gym. So Dominic's slogan is, working at Trio is not a job, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> so I joke with people when I interview them, I said, working for Trio is not like a real job, it's like a lifestyle, because you, know, you get to know people, and they know you, and yeah. you know, so, which is kind of the magic of Trio, which is really nice. Chomp is a Desert Sun production. 
Thanks to our sponsor, Restaurant Week, as well as producer Ashley Hopkinson and the rest of our production team, Kate Franco, Sarah Day Owen, Brian Indra Lunas, and Shayla Brooks. I'm Everett Cook, and you've been listening to Chomp. Chomp.